It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. This is Bonus Benson. This segment is officially completely off the rails. What are you talking about? Stuff we wish never aired. I will eat chalupas all day long. Come on, man. The Guy Benson Show. Home stretch on the Guy Benson Show on Friday Eve. Thanks for being here. GuyBensonShow.com. Podcast always free every day. Well, you know that we have at this program a Disney critic, me, and a Disney fanatic, Quiet Wyatt. And Wyatt is going on vacation starting tomorrow to Disney. He'll be out for more than a week. And I had that in mind when I saw this story at Deadline.com. Disney is offering what they're calling a bucket list adventure of a lifetime. And they're capping the guests at 75, priced at roughly $110,000 per person because you need to at least go double occupancy. So we're talking $220,000 for a couple. You get white glove, five-star service with private jets and all these other accommodations to visit all 12 of the company's theme parks around the world, plus other stops at various wonders of the world, like the Taj Mahal, the pyramids, the Eiffel Tower. You also get some behind-the-scenes tours. I would hope so. I would hope there would be some perks for grand ahead. I didn't realize that there were 12 parks in the world, period. I know that there are two in the United States, I think, a couple in China. They are more than happy to do business with the Chinese Communist Party and then weigh into American politics where they're horrified over certain things. We've talked about that. I think there's one in France, if I recall correctly. And that's all I got. Euro Disney plus Disneyland, Disney World and a couple of the China ones. Wyatt, what am I missing? Um, you said there's only two in America. There's actually four in Florida and two in California. And we're talking parks. So there's different parks. It's not just resorts. So Disney World counts as four places or four parks? Correct. Is MGM, for example, is that one of them? Or Hollywood Studios? Hollywood Studios now, yeah. That's Disney? That is Disney. Okay, so there are six in America. Yes. And then six elsewhere... Where? Do you know? Shanghai is the newest one. Tokyo, Hong Kong, and Paris. Okay. So then we're up to 10. And then Tokyo Sea, and then there's another studios park in Paris. Okay. So there are the 12. You go to all of those, private jets, all that stuff, plus some of these other wonders of the world, $110,000. It's a huge, big adventure. If, Wyatt, you were a multimillionaire, would you consider doing this as like a bucket list item, a 50th birthday present to yourself, something like that? Or is it just too much to spend on any one trip? So I just want to set the record straight again. Okay. That I am a Disney Not a fanatic, but a fan. I like going to the park. So this would be something that would entice me because you're going to see all the parks. But again, for the record, 
I don't even remember the last Disney movie I, I saw. So I'm not like one of those people that runs out and and you know goes to see the latest movie. But weren't you talking about moving physically to a Disney community at some point, like living at Disney? Because it's Disney quality, but it's not. Those communities were not <laughs> seems... like a park where Mickey is walking See, around. My fanatic meter is buzzing on this one. It's a little, not quite off the chart, but getting close. Living at Disney for Disney quality, I'm not making fun of it too much. I'm just saying you're a little more than just a fan. I guess, but I'm not like a Disney adult, so we need to just, the record needs to be set. Are on... you sure? Because you're going on vacation to Disney starting tomorrow. Yeah, but I I'm not like I'm not like a crazy like there I didn't the say term crazy. the term Disney adult is like you are dressed up and going to the park like with your cosplay exactly I am not like that I'm not like I mean th- that is great if you like to do that but that is not something that I do when I go to Disney when I go to Disney I don't even this will be the first time I'm even going to the parks some of the parks in like really several years we usually go when we go as a family it's just our secondary home basically because we go there so much and it's it's like a just an escape place so it's not it's not like a um i i'm just i'm not a disney adult just mm, put it to you that way sounding very defensive i think when you get back <laughs> one monday from next monday i'm going to show up at the studio and you'll be on the other side of the glass getting ready and you will be fully in a goofy costume because they're going to hire you when you're down there to go around and because you could be a goofy character at Disney World who also makes balloons for the kids. And it's like, you know, you can make – you do enjoy a side hustle. Now, producer Christine had requested this topic because, A, this was an interesting news hook, hundred and ten grand for the Disney trip around the world or whatever. That's not quite what you're doing next week with your family. This is more a standard DeSantis land Disney trip uh, for – are your parents going to all the siblings or just the siblings? This is just the sibling trip. Uh-huh. So your parents aren't going. This sounds sort of like Disney adults, young Disney adults going to Disney for their Disney vacation. That's just me. That's how I'm interpreting it. But Christine has many questions, and she wants to pepper you with said questions. So curious, Christine, we have some time left here. Have at it. Okay, I have 13 questions. Nope, we're not going to be able to do that, so let's pick your best ones. Can I just can I just say them all and then he can decide what he wants to answer? I'll just go quickly. No. <sighs> Let's do as many as we can get to, starting with your first question. When did the obsession start? I told if it's not an obsession, mm-hmm. it's just I I liked we always went to Disney as a as a child. I always went to Disney and I think I told you this, Christine, that before I was even born, my first Mickey Mouse plush thing was a creamed color plush because it was not I they didn't know who if I was a boy or a girl so I literally had an unsexed Mickey Mouse as my first Mickey Mouse okay so the answer is in the womb okay. next question do you have a separate closet in your apartment just for your Disney clothes no Christine I don't own Disney clothes and if you did but if you did you own, don't own any no, Disney clothes. I don't believe that at all that's a lie has to be. Well, Wyatt, I come on. I want to fact check that. Okay. Can, can we clarify what Disney clothes mean? Yeah, like Disney-branded attire. Yes. Yeah. Anything like, you would wear that says Disney on it yes. or has something to do with Disney. Thank you. I, I have, like, a Walt Disney World shirt. Okay. But not, like— Not a separate closet. 
not a separate closet and not like, you know, Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Donald all over my shirt. Okay. Next question. Uh, so I assume, is it going to just be too hot for you to wear a sweater vest next week? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's looking like it's going to be in the 90s, so... Um, if you had to guess, how many miles have you logged on the monorail? Um, I don't know. I, that's not usually something I, I use as a mode of transportation when I'm there. What? I figured I figured you always need the hotel on the monorail. I prefer that, but you can't always get that. So, Are it, you staying at one of the on-property locations? Of course. Ah. But, I don't know. But it's not it's not connected to the monorail. Can I, I just say I'll something? Take a bus. I didn't even put that question on because that was just an, a given, Guy. Come on. Well, he said, of course. He looked at me like, what a stupid, wasted question. Uh, All right, next one. Who is your favorite character to get a picture with? Like, who do you search for? Again, I, I couldn't tell you <laughs> the last time I got a picture with a character, but obviously... I think Mickey Mouse is probably the best. He's, he's classic Disney, classic America. So I, if I could find him, maybe I would take a picture just for you, Christine, and I'll send it to you. Will there- you know, Christine, what, what you can't tell because we're here in D.C., you're up in New York. Whenever you ask him one of these tough questions, he goes straight to a binder. He's got the <laughs> binder. He's got these pre-written answers, and he's just reading them. Although he's reading them better than some other people, hypothetically, would. All right, next question. All right, so if you go with an odd number of people like you are about to, how do you decide who gets to sit next to each other on a ride? Now, you're saying odd number of people, not odd people. We don't want to be mean to his family and his siblings, yes? Correct. And so there's only three of them because it's two by two in a lot of these rides. Exactly. So who's the odd man out? Is it Quiet Wyatt or is it you and a giant plushie of Goofy that you have as your companion? I don't know, Christine. That's a tough question. But usually, I mean, to be honest, whenever we do go to these parks, you have to either get fast passes to get on some of these rides because the lines are so long, or some of these rides have single rider ones where you have to just sit alone or sit with a rando person. How much is the fast pass? Because it's expensive just to show up to begin with, and then you pay even more to skip the line. Well, now... There's a new thing that you do have to pay for, but we're not doing that because it's ridiculous to have to pay to get quicker onto some of these rides. Because it used to just be you would show up to the park early and you would go to the actual ride and they would print out a ticket and it would give you a, a time to come. And then now they did, they switched it to online where you could do it online. And then now they have another online thing where you have to pay and you can go So you're, rides you're not going to pay for the extra? I will not pay for the extra. Okay. Christine, one or two more. Just just to clarify, I wouldn't go to Disney without paying for that head of the line. I'm not waiting two hours with screaming kids, and I have a kid, just to get on a ride. It's not worth it. Okay. Um, oh, favorite- I feel like, Christine, you with your daughter on one of these two-hour-long lines, you would be the one who would have a meltdown, and she'd be trying to get you to calm down and be quiet. You'd be stomping your feet. I don't want to be here anymore. You're like, Mom. There are people around. We're in public. Come on. Uh. All right, um, go ahead. I wish I could say you're wrong, but no, that actually has happened. <laughs> anyway, uh, best favorite country in Epcot? Either Italy or Canada. Canada? Because they have a, a really, really good steakhouse. They in do. I've been there. 
It's delicious. Oh, Wyatt, will a turkey leg be in your future? I don't know. We'll have to see. I, 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 maybe, I, maybe I'll get one. I don't know. All right. Is um, that half your body weight? <laughs> last two questions. Uh, do you always buy souvenirs? Can you bring me home a souvenir? I would like Mickey ears. And maybe next time, can I go? That's a lot. Um, <laughs> I don't think I always get a souvenir. Like I said, maybe I'll get a T-shirt when I go, but it's not necessarily a huge deal to do that. Um, and maybe, Christine, maybe we'll have to do the next Guy Benson Show retreat there because— no. I'm, I'm going to veto that. It's very expensive. Although, if Christine is so interested in going with you next time, Wyatt, you can do a fact-finding mission this time and just see what the discounts are for seniors. And that could maybe help bring down the cost if you guys were to go in the near future. All right, Christine, I think we're up on a break. We have to end it there because the show's over. But interesting questions. Wyatt, we will miss you for six shows. Oh, boy. So, yes, please come back safely in one piece as soon as possible. Have a great time. And in the meantime, we are back here tomorrow for the Friday edition of The Guy Benson Show. Same time, same place. We'll talk to you all Home stretch on this Friday. It's the Guy Benson Show. Happy Friday. Thank you for tuning in. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. The podcast is free on demand every day. GuyBensonShow.com. Bonus Benson on the weekends as well. Follow us on social media at Guy Benson Show, Twitter and Instagram. And with us here in studio is Kat Tim for going a couple segments with her to sort of lighten up the end of the show. So, Kat, on that subject or on that note, July 4th, Independence Day, coming up pretty soon, I will be off that week here on the show. So just to give the audience an oh, advance time to prepare. They, they can prepare Emotionally. Them. That's exactly yeah. right. I know that you listen to the entirety of the show every day. Oh, so, multiple times a day. Yeah, you, you enjoy. All day long. Through I fall your asleep sleep. to your voice every night. <laughs> yeah, we know. We don't have to tell everyone this. Yeah. But now they know. So just so you're aware, I'll be gone the week of the 4th. What is a Cat Timp July 4th, ideally or typically? And how does that play into your personal conception or your personal truth of hot girl summers? Oh, every 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 summer's a hot girl summer when you're this beautiful. Um, I will say that. <laughs> we're I'm, we're gonna go to LA. We're gonna hang out with with uh Kennedy. Oh, you're at the Kennedalia party. Yeah, we're at the Kennedalia party. This thing is Legendary. Legendary. We went last year. We're going back this year. I have a friend, because I lived in L.A. for like a year and a half. I'm going to see some of my friends there that I've, you know, remained friends with. Um, I'm going to take a red eye back Ooh. Monday evening and Whoa. come right to work and have the worst day of my life on Tuesday. That does sound <laughs> inadvisable. Oh, it's going to be tough, man. But you know what? Don't let your don't let your Tuesday ruin your Monday. I, I always say on Sunday, don't <laughs> let your Monday ruin your Sunday. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be tough. Tuesday's going to be a tough one for me. I'm just sort of intrigued because I know you and I are both going to be attending another Kennedy-related yeah. party in the near future. But just give us a glimpse of the type of show Kennedy puts on on July 4th because I just hear little snippets, bits, and pieces, and it just sounds amazing. It's so much fun, and obviously Kennedy's lived a million lives in such a short period of time. 
Uh, so you'll have, you know, her Fox News friends there. And then like, oh, hello, there's the bass player from Nirvana. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know, like people, you know, who have, there's kids there, but then there's also like me. Uh, it's a very like people. <laughs> well, you use, are a 12 year old boy. Yes. Without yes, makeup. You yes, say. absolutely. It's people use the word eclectic a lot. I think that word should be reserved for Kennedy's Fourth of July party. <laughs> the collection of people and the people you meet that you probably wouldn't meet otherwise just because, you know, she knows so many people and so many different kinds of people. Um, it's so much fun. I had the best time and we're going back. We're doing it again. I have to ask you this. First of all, did you. Well, you already know the answer because you listen to the show multiple times every day. Right. But just in case you missed the one episode where we discussed this, are you aware or do you recall where I am going with Adam tomorrow? No. Okay, so I'll just refresh your memory, obviously, here. He and I were invited by a listener who is running the promotions for a concert tour for a band that basically I think every American has heard of. We are going to see them with VIP tickets we're apparently going to go backstage tomorrow night after the show. The Backstreet Boys? To meet the Backstreet Boys. It is? Yeah. The Backstreet Boys? Yes. Are you excited? I sort of am. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you be? Well, okay. Because it's not the 90s? My thought process <laughs> is I spent a lot of time in my early teens, basically, pretending not to like them. Got it. Right. But I do actually like a lot of their music. I understand there's this big rivalry in the fan bases between Backstreet Boys and NSYNC? I was always a Backstreet Boys fan okay. over NSYNC. Why? Because I thought um, I thought AJ was hot. <laughs> I don't know which one that is. That's one of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, the one with all the tats. Can you name the Backstreet Boys? I can do I can do. Okay, I'm going to try. Brian, and I can do Nick. N Nick, obviously. AJ. How, was Howie? Uh, don't ask me. Was Howie, is that right? All right, Christine confirms. And then there's like one more, right? Or no. Was there a Kevin? Yes. So it's Nick, Howie, AJ, Brian, and Kevin. Okay. Well, between the two of us, we were able to figure it All out. All right. We got it. Yeah. We're true fans. <laughs> so, but you, you're not anti NSYNC. No, I'm not anti NSYNC. But they're not touring, I don't think. And Justin's becoming. I think his Justin's own, busy. Yeah, he's always busy. The <laughs> yeah. other ones are like, hey, can we? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, Justin is busy. What is your favorite Backstreet Boys song? Because I need to. I need to harness some of the excitement, certainly from Christine and other Backstreet Boys fans, so I can truly enjoy this experience tomorrow night. Not just as someone who grew up during a certain period of time where they were ubiquitous. They were all over radio. There are some songs I feel like even if you don't know them, you know you them. You know them on accident, just right. via osmosis. It, that's right, through yeah. culture, through yeah. what's like seeping into our pores right. as younger Americans. Do you have one song that you would be like determined to hear? No, not particularly. I think I would just drink a lot before the show. Okay. Then it'll be fun. You know what I mean? Like nobody enjoys a Backstreet Boys song anymore, except if you're at a bar and you're kind of lit and it comes on and it's like, all right, this is dope. Because like, yeah. it's reminding you some sentimental stuff. Yeah. So I recommend that you drink. Okay. I will I will work on that. Mm -hmm. I think they probably start now. I think they might have that available. <laughs> start at now and just keep going. Don't sleep. Well, the problem is <laughs> I have to get home to DC tomorrow and then get in the car and drive multiple hours to the concert. Oh. Now we're staying overnight down there. So that's like the plus side. Yeah, gotcha. But I, I think maybe a few beers or something like that is is a decent idea. I, I suppose. What was the peak of their powers? When was that? Like year wise? Two thousand? Yeah, 2000, 1990, 1990, 1998, 1999. How old were you? Like, where were you in school? 
Like middle school. Okay, yes, that's that's big. Those are formative years. Yeah, maybe elementary. I don't know. My life is. I forget. You know, I I remember how, more how, about like how I felt than what year it was. Okay. You know. That's fair. Yeah. Well, and part of it's because you know you're trying to get off of the jewel. I am, and it's and been so tough. It's hard to focus on things like it's been memories. Tough. Cat Timp, we will let you know how things go. I can't wait. I want live updates. Yes, B. I might put them on my Instagram story. Perfect. At Guy P. Benson, if my, you're interested. I'm going to stay home all weekend and just stare at your Instagram story waiting for just new waiting. ones, so don't let me down. Well, you can write some more beat poetry. I will. And maybe we can debut that another time here on the show. Excellent. Cat Timp, Fox News contributor, co-host of Gutfeld every weeknight at 11 on Fox News Channel. Tyrus and Timp is the podcast at foxnewspodcast.com. Also, somehow, we are friends, and Kat, <laughs> uh, we love this very much, and thank you very much. Thank you. All right, we're done. Back here on Monday for a brand new edition of The Guy Benson Show. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Stay sane. We will talk to you then. Hard, fittingly, battling for the puck in the corner. Seconds to go. Up it comes to the line. Colorado has won the Stanley Cup. Sean McDonough of ESPN on the call as the Colorado Avalanche won the Stanley Cup in Tampa last night. Hell of a run for the Lightning over several seasons, but the Avalanche prevail in six games, so congratulations to them and their fans. I'm a hockey guy. It's the home stretch here on the Guy Benson Show. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. Podcast is always free. See you in the next hour on Fox News Channel with Brett Bayer on Special Report. Just a quick programming note on that. Well, if you were listening on the broadcast, you heard our bump-in song was one of the newer songs by the Backstreet Boys. I believe it's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart. came out circa 2018, and they were going to go on tour to promote that album and it kept getting pushed back because of COVID. So now they're finally out there doing it, the DNA Tour. And as we discussed in a previous home stretch, someone who listens to this show and is a Fox fan is one of the central promotions people for the tour. So he reached out to me and he said, hey, if you have any interest, you know, we'd love to get you in. Maybe get you some VIP tickets, maybe a chance to meet at least some members of the band. And I thought to myself, well, I don't know if there's a more iconic boy band in history. There's a few that I think you could make an argument, but the Backstreet Boys are like a moment in time and a real force in American pop culture to the point that I would guess one to 200 million Americans right now could probably sing at least some lyrics of at least one of their songs. That's my guess. Based on nothing, I feel pretty confident in it, though. Like, I want it that way. Everyone's heard that song, right? So needless to say, I said yes, and we made a bit of it here on the show because I was going to ask Christine, should I go to a concert? I'd have to drive four hours each way, and I didn't tell her what band it was. And then we revealed on the air, this was last week, you can listen to Bonus Benson, we revealed on the air, it might have been two weeks ago actually, that it was the Backstreet Boys and Christine lost her mind. Because Christine is of a certain age that the Backstreet Boys were just demigods. And she is a fan. I'd already accepted by that point, but she said, you have to go, I'll be furious if you don't go. So I went, 
Adam and I drove down on Saturday. I was in New York for TV on Friday following the Florida travel debacle on Thursday that never happened. It just worked out. I was in New York for some big breaking news that we ended up talking about again uh, throughout the show on Friday here and then again today. Took the train back on Saturday morning and did a quick turnaround, and then we drove down to North Carolina, the Raleigh area, to one of these amphitheaters. There were, what we were told, about 13,000 people at this concert. And we rolled up, we parked, we went to the will call window per our instructions, and there was one of the windows that said banned will call. So we went to that one. There was no one in line there. Everyone else in the other lines were looking over at us like, who are they? Who do they know? So we got tickets. We got these wristbands. And the seats were amazing. I posted on my Twitter, at Guy P. Benson, a few clips over the weekend. I had it up on my Instagram story as well. I'll post another series of photographs and videos as well on my permanent Instagram page, Guy P. Benson. Same handle for Twitter and Instagram. We were right up front, in the middle. There was one little mini section right in front of us where people could stand basically right up against the stage. Maybe 100 or 200 people. I would say almost all of them were women. In fact, I would estimate that if there were 13,000 people at the venue for the Backstreet Boys concert, 10,000 of them were women, (laughs) something like that. It was lopsided. There were a lot of boyfriends and husbands who kindly came along, some gays, obviously, and then lots of women. And it was basically early 20s to mid to late 40s. That's just my overall sense of the crowd, the breakdown of the crowd. So there was an opening act that we didn't see. We got a couple beers. We got settled. The sun set, because this is a partially outdoor venue, And then the show begins. They turn off the lights. Everyone goes crazy. And the screaming, the screaming of 10,000 women, I think my ears are still ringing. And, again, I'm not, like, throwing any shade. People were just loving their life. It was just a lot to have reverberating in your ears. Basically, not nonstop, but it felt like nonstop for two-plus hours. So they came out, and they did the show, and it was a very boy band-type show. I'd never been to one in my life prior. In fact, I was joking on the air previously about this. I spent my, like, tweens and early teens kind of pretending not to like the Backstreet Boys and their music, even though, let's face it, it's super catchy. And the music is still catchy. They're still out there dancing and doing everything. They're now in their mid 40s and beyond. I think one of them's in his 50s. I think Kevin is 50 or 51. And it was exactly what I expected it would be. Entertaining, choreographed. They back-loaded the end of the show with some of the biggest hits to the big finale and then the encore and then all the streamers and confetti came down. It was fun. It was just a fun thing. And then we had our special wristbands And we were told where to go after the show. In fact, one of the Backstreet Boys' wives, Leanne Luttrell, who's married to Brian. If you know the Backstreet Boys, you definitely know Brian. She spotted me in the crowd and, like, waved me over and gave me a hug. 
mid-song during the concert and said, you know where to meet us afterwards, right? I said, yeah. She said, I thought that was you. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? So we went over there and we flashed our wristbands and they said, yeah, come on in. There's this little backstage area where we waited and there were not many, like maybe a dozen people back there waiting on some of the performers to shower and change and come and say hello. And I guess the way that it works is if you have guests at the show, then you come back afterwards. If not, you stay in the dressing room or you go to your bus. They all have these, like, tricked-out buses, all five of them. So the first one to come out was Howie, and he had some people there, and I got a quick photo with Howie and said hello. And then Brian, who was our connection through this other guy, this promotions guy, Bobby, who was so generous. They were all so generous. Brian came out. He was there with his wife and her best friend, and we hung out and chatted with them for, like, half an hour. It was amazing. And they do watch some Fox. He said that he enjoys me on Gutfeld, which was, again, this sort of like this out-of-body experience. If you had told 14-year-old guy that he would be at a Backstreet Boys concert later in his life and would be invited backstage by, effectively, a Backstreet Boy who would know who I was because of my work in broadcasting, I think I might have just fainted as a high school freshman at the thought of that. So we had just a great conversation about life, about music. He was singing some stuff. I was, like, singing along with him because I'd had maybe two beers, uh, maybe maybe three. It was just so fun. And Adam was great. His wife, Leanne, is totally charming and delightful. They've been married for, like, two decades. They've got a, a son who I think is 19 or 20. He's a musician now. We just had a great time. So the Luttrells, I, I just can't say enough about them. They were really down to earth. I mean, the guy's been nothing but famous essentially his entire adult life. And he was still just, like, chill and nice and normal. We had a great time. And it was almost time to go. And we were, you know, taking a few photos and all of that. I'm going to post some of that stuff, as I mentioned, on my Instagram, at Guy P. Benson, probably tomorrow, maybe earlier. Anyway, I just, the vibe was good. I decided to go for it. I said, Brian, can I ask one favor from you? He said, sure. I said, I happen to know someone who's a huge fan. She is the executive producer of my show. Would you mind doing a quick little hello video from you? You were her favorite Backstreet Boy. You are her favorite Backstreet Boy. He's like, absolutely. What's her name? I said, Christine. He said, great. And then right before we hit record, I said, actually, don't call her Christine. There's another name to call her. And so he did. Cut 36. Oh, hey. Cookie, what's going on? It's Brian from the Backstreet Boys. We're hanging out backstage in uh, Raleigh, and I just wanted to say I heard you're a huge fan. I just want to tell you thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. We're hanging out backstage with some pretty cool people. Hi, Christine. And I just want to say how about you come to Jones Beach and we'll try to get you tickets. Can't promise anything. Fingers crossed. We're going to work our hardest, but we're going to you get know you some a guy. tickets. Yeah, I know, I know <laughs> a couple He knows a guy. I know a couple of guys. Okay? <laughs> Listen, God bless. Talk to you soon. Cookie. I want some cookies right now. Wow. So we sent that off to Christine the next day. She was apparently in airplane mode because she didn't respond for like an hour. And then she saw this video on her phone from Brian. You could hear after the show his voice was a little shaky. But he was so kind to do that. Christine, your reaction when you got that message and watched the video? Screamed. 
like screamed on the top of my lungs. My husband thought something happened to me. He was outside of the apartment, could hear the screaming, and ran back in because he truly believed something was wrong. I'm still like just hearing it again. I I don't. I, oh my god. I How many people it. did you send that video to? <gasps> too many, too many people. And then they're all like, oh, my God, like, you better be taking me if you go, if you get tickets. Um, I think I probably watched it about 100 times. Even Judgy Joyce was impressed. I mean, it's pretty cool. And that was so nice of him to do it. And sounds like they're going to try to maybe get you and Bobby some tickets when they're up in the New York, New Jersey area. So fingers crossed. Knock on wood for that. But what an evening. I still can't quite, I'm like pinching myself a little bit that it happened. It's kind of surreal, like a dream sequence, but it was real and it was pretty cool. And I'm just grateful to everyone who helped make it happen. And I'll probably be telling some of those stories for a while, if I had to guess. And Christine, I know you have a lot more to say about this. Maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. This might be a multi-day story here on the show, but I had to tell the audience about how it went, the backstage stuff, and I had to play that video. From Brian Luttrell, amazing of the Backstreet Boys. We've got to go, though. Out of time here. I've got special report coming up in the next hour on Fox News Channel. See you there or set your DVR. Back here on the radio tomorrow, same time, same place, The Guy Benson Show. Home stretch on The Guy Benson Show. Tuesday edition, Catch Me Tonight with Shannon Bream, just after midnight, Fox News Channel for Fox News at Night. Looking forward to that. GuyBensonShow.com is our website here, the podcast. Free of charge, on demand, right at your fingertips every single day. GuyBensonShow.com. Well, yesterday I told the tale about my Backstreet Boys concert experience over the weekend, getting to meet Brian Luttrell and his wife, also Howie, one of the other Backstreet Boys, backstage afterwards. And as I vowed to do, I did post some of those photographs on my Instagram today at Guy P. Benson. That's my handle on Instagram and on Twitter, Guy P. Benson. So you can check those out if you want to. I was pretty proud of my caption, which was backstage pass. All right. Like backstage pass. All right. Couldn't resist. And it's just a fun reminder of our Saturday evening. The reason I bring it up again is because producer Christine was, I don't want to say griping, I don't want to say complaining, that's a bit strong, but she had expressed a belief or had registered, shall we say, a protest that she did not get to ask enough questions about this entire experience during the home stretch yesterday. So we're going to let Curious Christine get in here on that front. But before we do, I just want to say this on the drive down to North Carolina, because the concert was in Raleigh and then on the return drive as well. I did stop at a fast food joint called Zaxby's, which I had seen before. This is a southeastern based chain. So the epicenter, I want to say, is Georgia and that neck of the woods. And they specialize in chicken, wings, tenders, sandwiches, that kind of thing. And I'd heard good things, but I'd never been to one. I'd driven past them. And something in my brain said, I want to try Zaxby's. This was on Saturday heading down for the concert. So Adam and I stopped. I had the tenders with various dipping sauces. He had their chicken sandwich. And we were very satisfied 
with that meal, so much so that on the return the next morning, right around lunchtime, I stopped for gas. There was a Zaxby's right by the gas station, so I went for round two. I had the sandwich this time. I'm also a coleslaw guy, and their side of coleslaw was good, so I put some of the coleslaw onto the chicken sandwich with what they call their Zaxby's sauce and then also pickles. The chicken, the breast, was perfectly fried, not too much breading, just a light breading. It was tender. It was so good. If only they had tomatoes, it would be perfect. So I'm not sure I can say that it's better than my favorite Wendy's spicy chicken sandwich with extra tomatoes that I've talked about before. But it's kind of neck and neck even without the tomato. And I know this will be heresy to some of you. Close your ears if you need to. It's better than Chick-fil-A. It just is. It's better than Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A has a great brand. They've got great service. I like their waffle fries. I like their little nuggets. Those are delicious. But to me, for my money, a chicken sandwich, it's Zaxby's over Chick-fil-A. And I'd never had it before. So this past weekend, Zaxby's vaulted from something I'd never even tried into easily my top five fast food chains in the country. They're on the list now. So you can send me all your notes and disagreements, that's fine. I bet you we have some Zaxby's stands in this audience as well. And if you've never had it, I recommend it. It's still fast food. Like, it's not going to be fine dining, but you don't want that. When you're in the mood for something like a good chicken sandwich, it just has to be the right combination of textures and temperatures and tastes, and they just crushed it. So I just wanted to mention that about Zaxby's because we talk about food a lot on this show. We really do. And fast food does come up, and we have arguments about supremacy and what is good to order and what isn't. So I felt like I would be derelict in my hosting roles to not just briefly go out of my way on this detour and talk about my Zaxby's experience. Okay, with that, producer Christine, before we run out of time again, and I get an earful again, are there some things you would like to clear up or ask about the Backstreet Boys experience, the backstage meet and greet, which is really not the right term. It was not a meet and greet that people could sign up for. It was like 10 people back there total. It was unbelievable, which is why we were able to get that video made from Brian to you, calling you Cookie, inviting you to a future concert. First of all, have you come down from that high yet? Uh, no, I don't think so. I'm still nonstop watching the video. I can't. And every time I watch it, I just like giggle like, like a I was a 20 year old little, yeah, like a 20 year old girl at the concert. It's very exciting to me. Now, one of the main questions I have is how many times a day am I allowed to ask you if I'm going to the concert or not? Well, I would say zero because it's out of my control, and I know that the Latrells want to make that happen, but, and they posted this publicly, so I'm not speaking out of school here, they had a bit of a family tragedy on Sunday. I believe Leanne Latrell, Brian's wife, her mother passed away. So I sent her a note of condolence. I'm not going to be like, P.S., Where's Cookie's concert tickets, right? I feel like that's not the time or place right now. So, look, you've got still a couple weeks until that concert happens. So let's, like, 
get through the holiday. How about that? And then maybe you can start to harass me and I can figure out what to do about it. But I, I think they genuinely want to make it happen. And I don't think that was an empty offer at all. It's just they're dealing with some things. And, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to them and their family. And I think we should just sort of leave them alone to deal with that right now rather than um, pursuing this. I would imagine you would agree. Uh, I think I would. I think I would. Now, I have a question for you. Did he know? Did, to be honest, do you legit think he knew who you were right away? I mean, I do because wow. I mentioned in the story yesterday that his wife recognized me at the concert and flagged me over and said, I thought that oh was you gosh. and gave me a hug. And he said that he likes me on Gutfeld. Wow. Like, you don't realize how many people actually. Did you get recognized at the concert? I, I did not. At least not that anyone, like, came up to say something. It happens occasionally. Sometimes people will look at you and you get a sense that they have a glimmer <laughs> of recognition, but they're not sure. And then sometimes folks will come up at an airport or something or say hi. But it's not like I'm a backstreet boy who probably gets mobbed wherever he goes. That's. You know, I am I am merely a Fox News contributor here. But, yes, a lot of people watch. Millions of people watch the network, uh, which is something that you understand intellectually, but you don't really think about on that level, like the number of people watching at any given moment. And then who some of those people might be, including folks who are very prominent, like happens to be the case in this whole experience. That is just unbelievable. Do you... Now, you said, I'm not going to say middle age, but you said there were a lot of women my age there. Would you say more than the younger crowd? It felt almost about 50-50. Did you feel young there, or did you feel like, oh, like, oh, gosh, I shouldn't be here? No, I felt right in the middle. I felt okay. exactly of an appropriate age to be there. I think the age range was, as I said yesterday, maybe early 20s to early 50s with a pretty even distribution, obviously heavily female, as I said. You would have fit in perfectly, Christine. If you go to one of these concerts up in New York and New Jersey, it's basically just an amphitheater filled with shrieking Christines, just cookies everywhere. And I bet they're all holding their hard seltzers, just drinking away. Away, there were some of those. I mean, there were some. There were some beers. You had people with signs. I saw one. No. Woman. Oh yeah, I saw one woman with a sign <laughs> that said, "I believe that Brian was her favorite, but she ended up marrying a Kevin, and I think she was there with Kevin and her husband." So. Oh my gosh! Well, it's very funny because my very, very first boyfriend was named Brian, and I was so excited because Brian was my favorite Backstreet Boy. So I just thought it was like meant to be. I'm like, one day I'll probably just <laughs> marry the real Brian. Like I really had thoughts about that. I just like wish you could understand me telling, you know, teenage Christine. That Brian one day was going to give you a video, like a personal video. Oh, this is another thing. You have to say this on air. So many people thought it was a cameo, that you no. just got me a cameo. Nope. All my friends, they're like, no, that wasn't. Like, that's a cameo. I'm like, did you not see my radio host right behind him? Yeah, I was in that there. Was I'm, I made a cameo. I made a cameo. Yes. In fact, you should probably, I should ask you to pay me. 
it's like I it's my first ever cameo for Christine. No, but this was this was not that at all. There was no money exchanged. We were very uh, very fortunate to be the guests of the Latrells through their friend Bobby at this concert, and I asked for a favor, and he was totally on board. Again, he was going to call you Christine, that I called an audible at the last second. No, call her Cookie. He gave me a look. He's like, like, all right. Oh, my. You really are truly my best friend. I've been saying it for years. Well. But you truly, really are. No, I mean, no, I let's, just can't let's not do that. <laughs> I think that you should definitely go to the concert with me. If we get no, tickets. no, it's I no, I'm going to be gone, and but that's fine. I think that's for you and Bobby to go. And also, you need to stop with all this stuff where I'm the best friend, and then I invite you to parties, and then you don't show up. <laughs> you just need to quit playing games with my heart, Christine. Well I can't handle it anymore. So we got to go. We got to go. We will keep people posted on whether or not Cookie gets to a Backstreet Boys concert. I hope it'll work out. But again, and if you're worried about day three of this tomorrow, no, I think we're done. The story has been told. The questions have been asked. But it's a pretty cool thing. And you can go look at the photographs on my Instagram, Guy P. Benson. And Christine will be watching that personalized video, I would imagine, at least once a day for the next year, maybe longer. We'll see. Back here tomorrow on The Guy Benson Show, same time, same place. On Shannon's show tonight, midnight hour Eastern Time, FNC. Have a great evening. See you then. Talk to you tomorrow. It is The Guy Benson Show. That was this week's edition of Bonus Benson. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.